Welcome to Her Extraordinary Life by Design, where we celebrate women who are shaping their lives one extraordinary day at a time. I'm your host, Leslie Gaudet, self-care coach for women who are ready to make self-care a priority to support them in life and business. Every week, I'll be speaking with inspiring women from various walks of life who will share their personal journeys and will discover how they have fearlessly carved their own paths as business owners, passionately pursuing their dreams, and creating a meaningful impact on their communities. So let's get started. Hello, and welcome to Her Extraordinary Life by Design podcast. I'm your host, Leslie Gadet. I'm so excited for my next guest today. We're going to be speaking with the amazing and beautiful Jordiana Chevalier, or as she's fondly known by her friends, Jordi. Jordi is a spiritual life coach, business mentor, human design practitioner, and Reiki level two practitioner. I've had the pleasure of Jordi assisting me with my own human design chart, as well as that of my husband, which has been really helpful because I'm a projector, self-projector. So I have a lot of open spaces in my chart. And then my husband, who's a manifesting generator, he has a lot of energy and focus and drive, which is so different from me, meaning that I need time to hear out loud to process and to take my time. Whereas with my husband, once he's ready to go, he's all in energy going And his energy sometimes can be really draining for me because with my open spaces, I take on other people's energy. And I've had to learn how to release myself from that almost daily, really. So I'm really excited to have Jordi on the show today and equally excited that we'll get to dive into more about what she does. So let's get started. Welcome, Jordi. I'm so happy to have you on the show today. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm excited too. Well, I've been really looking forward to having you on, as I said. So I just want to get started. Let's, Let's just get right into it. So please share a little bit about your life and how you grew up. And then we're going to segue into what you're currently doing today. Mm -hmm. Well, girl, I was born in the Dominican Republic and uh, moved to the States when I was 13. And life was a little chaotic. You know, I grew up with Hispanic parents, immigrants, and just learning a new culture, a new language. Um, I was married at 21. That was unfortunate because I married my trauma. But after my divorce, I started to realize, you know, something was not right. It was like I was following everything I was supposed to do, like college and marriage. And I wanted children and nothing like I wasn't happy. Right. So it kind of led me down a path of healing and finding myself. And now we're here. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love it. So and and really, I think. Well, of course, you're gorgeous. Uh, no one can see you, but you are gorgeous. And I love the Dominican Republic. I think it's, although there is a lot of poverty, but I mean, that's everywhere in the world, right? Mm-hmm. But it was just such a beautiful place. People were so amazing. And this was like many years ago that I've been, that I went, but my experience was really beautiful. So, uh, I love being able to speak to someone who's from that great place. So, uh, yeah. So let's talk about your business. Tell us what you do and how you discovered your passion and purpose. And then, of course, the steps you took to pursue it. Of course, girl. Actually, you introduced me better than I could. So I'm a spiritual life coach, business mentor. I do human design, Reiki. I'm recently into the subconscious mind and the gene keys. I honestly, my fascination and my passion is women and the inner child within the woman, because I was a kid who grew up with a lot of trauma. And as an adult is when I'm realizing how much it actually affected me. So my passion is just, I'm tired of seeing people in pain. I'm tired of seeing women who like are playing small or acting like they can't take up space or are afraid to be authentic and to speak up. And 
I don't know how to look away. It started with me. And every time I learned something, my instinct was, I want to share it. People need to know this. Like, how do they not know? And yeah, I stepped into my calling and I love what I do. I get to serve women and children and I love it. I literally am living my purpose. I love that. One of the things I want to ask you is how does human design play into what you do? Because human design is a big part of what you do. And as I said, you've helped me with my own. So how does that help you as a business owner? I was just curious about that. Human design changed my life. I say it all the time because it almost, it's like looking at a picture of yourself. For me, it's just a tool, but it's a tool that gives you a lot of self-awareness. So if you've been operating thinking this is who I am and someone literally shows you a picture and they're like, this is who you were, this is who you're supposed to be, you start to kind of question like, wait, why am I not, this is why I'm not happy. It's because I Mm -hmm. think I'm supposed to be this big extroverted person or because I think I'm supposed to be this deep emotional person when a lot of times it's just conditioning, you know, parents, society, life. So the reason I love human design as a tool is because I'm able to show you and guide you and show you you. And once that awareness is there, then we can start clearing everything that is not you. Versus when you start with a blank slate of like just asking questions to find out, your chart tells me more about you than you can tell me through conversation. So it allows me to go deeper, faster, and more focused to like your actual subconscious mind and like helping you move through the blocks. Wow. Yeah, no, I love that. So you shared, uh, you know, a little bit about your life as far as you were married young. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I wanted to know is like with stepping into the businesses that you're doing now, can you share a specific strategy or a mindset shift that played a significant role in your success, not only stepping into entrepreneurship, but now as you know, you've been doing this for a while as your, as a business owner? Oh, yes. I have so many. I mean, staying a student of life, you don't know everything, even though you think you do. Um, Being open-minded and willing to change. I feel like being coachable, it's everything. So your mindset is never going to shift unless you're open to receiving criticism or to opening up to a different perspective or a different way of seeing things. If I were to say the biggest mindset shift is that is stay open. You do not know everything. Your ego will have you believing that. But honestly, even if you've heard it a hundred times, the one time when it hits, that's when it changes your life. So just stay open, like truly trust that you don't know everything and that you never will. Yeah. And that's so true, right? Staying open to, especially not only to change because changes can happen. And Mm -hmm. although it, you know, something might change, it doesn't mean that that's going to be the the final, the final outcome, something Mm -hmm. else might happen, but when you're open to it, that makes it so much easier. So you're not fighting it. And then also being open to other people's perspectives on life and what maybe you're trying to achieve. If you can allow yourself to listen to what others say, it's not necessarily that you're doing what other people are telling you to do, but it gives you an open mind to think about what if I tried something different. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it just allows you to to grow and to expand. So I love that. So self-care, how does that play in? So first of all, what does self-care mean to you and how do you prioritize it in your daily life? Girl, I feel like self-care is the reason I'm able to hold it all together. Uh, It's one of those things that you don't realize how much you need it until you hit a point where you're like, there's no other way, but so my perception of self-care has evolved quite a bit. I'm actually in a season of slowing down right now. And it's because when you hit the point of burnout, or being like, man, I'm at this point again. Like I thought I was healed. I thought everything was great. The things I keep you saying, it's literally taking care of yourself. Now for me, what that looks like is breath work. 
exercise, eating clean food, drinking a lot of water, being mindful, sitting with my thoughts. Self-care literally is how is my body? How is my mind? How is my soul? And I don't work without it because when my self-care kind of goes out the window, my life is not exactly in alignment versus when my self-care is tight. There's no stress. Time is not an issue. I'm not worried about much. Like I just know what I need to do. I'm able to do it. And then I started over the next day. Yeah, I love that. So, and you mentioned something which is really a a topic that I've been really, uh, I guess, dialing into more Mm -hmm. is about burnout because I'm finding that, you know, as I'm looking for the statistics on burnout, especially for women who are in business, over 75% of women in business, not only are they experiencing burnout, but over half of them want to give up Mm -hmm. on their businesses. So, as you found yourself now starting to slow down a little bit, especially because you were saying in your daily life, you have things, tools that support you. Mm-hmm. What have you found if you if you found yourself going down that road? How have you been able to recognize it and be able to like course correct? Oh, that's a beautiful question. Honestly, let me let me put it like this because I know someone that's listening is probably feeling it, but they're dismissing because that's what I did. Right back in December, I had COVID. I had already been working go, go, go all the time. Like my business was my lifeblood. January, February, March, best months I've ever had in my business. But I had COVID in December. So come March, at the end of March, I started to feel kind of depleted. I started to feel kind of down. Now for some people it's physical, for some people it's mental, for for me, emotional. Truly, I was just, my emotions were all over the place. I found myself crying and like needing time away after sessions and whatnot. And then I just kind of bottomed out. I hit a point of like, what am I doing? The whispers and the signs were there since December. I got to March. But the thing is, we get the little dopamine hit with money, right? So in business, we're taught to chase money. We're taught to chase clients and to kind of build. That's how you know your business is thriving, right? But like, if there's no you, there's no business. So if you ask me the signs of burnout, you're not sleeping. You're staying up thinking a little too much about stuff. You're taking on like your body feels depleted. You might have migraines or back pain. Anything that lasts longer than two to three days is not normal. So I would say catch it before. I wish in hindsight that I caught it back in December because I would have started my year on a high either way, right? But it was the mindset of I can't put it down that led to the full breakdown because like your actual brain every 90 days or so If you haven't had a crisis, there's one coming if you don't slow down and take care of yourself. And I love the fact that you're really kind of leaning into it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when, if you don't take care of yourself. I think it's so important. And again, I find that that conversation around burnout is becoming more of a normal conversation that I'm having daily with different women, but also it seems to be becoming a normal conversation state of being for a lot of people. And I want to be able to change that narrative. So I'm, I'm glad that you shared that. When it comes to your personal and professional life together, how do you find that balance? And what tips do you have for our listeners who might struggle around this? Well, a schedule, a routine, order, planning. If you're not prepared, if you haven't mapped out what your day looks like, you are going to overwrite it. So for me, what that looks like is the first couple of hours belong to me. And I work six hours currently, right? So from like 10 to four and mentally 
that's my cutoff. I also take breaks. I also take lunch. I'm also working out at the end of the day. So it's a compounding of like, what is it that you need to keep you sane? For me as a generator, I always go back to human design. If I don't move my body, I'm not going to rest. So like, that's a non-negotiable that has to be in there, right? The way that I eat also that has to be in there because when I skip meals, I end up either overeating or skipping more meals and it just compounds. So balance for me is planet. What is it that is like a non-negotiable in your life? What is a non-negotiable in your business? And anything outside of that is extra. Anything outside of that can be moved because if it's not making you money or it's not making you healthy, like we don't need to put the energy towards that all the time. Yeah. And one of the things I loved that you had said to me too, when we talked about my own human design was that you were saying, how does it make you feel? Mm -hmm. Because I think a lot of the time, especially when we're, we seem to be still whatever reason in this hustle and grind culture and hustle and grind really doesn't sound like it would feel very good. And yet we're a lot, like you said, it's that whole mentality around chasing after the client, chasing after the money. And instead of like, how can I serve in what I do? And that will bring the clients and that will bring the money. And so we're focusing on the opposite, which has us in that hustle grind mindset. So when you said that to me, like, how does it make you feel? It made me stop and think about it, especially once I learned about who I am through Mm -hmm. the human design chart and, and starting to see like, oh, really, this so resonates that this is me. It really is a powerful tool. And I think, and I love that you do it, but you're, but you're so gentle in how you approach the people that you talk to. I just love that gentleness about it. It's not like um, telling someone you're introducing them to themselves, Mm -hmm. not telling them who they are, but introducing them them to themselves so they can see it. Because I think really when you tell someone something and you're telling them that they must believe it, it's less voluntary, right? And when you can introduce them to it so that they voluntarily agree, like, yeah, this is who I am based on their experiences because you take them through that. So I love that. So anyone out there who's listening, I definitely, it's going to be in the show notes. You definitely want to, if you're looking for someone to take you through your own design chart, or if you've never done it before, I totally recommend Jordy. So Thank you so much for that. My next question, as a spiritual life coach and business mentor, you work with many women who are looking to pursue their passions and their dreams. Now, some of these women may be hesitant or afraid to take that first step, right? You're someone who helps guide them both spiritually and professionally. So what encouragement or perspective could you offer to help them overcome that initial fear or hesitation of fully stepping into their gifts and their purpose? Girl, so much. I feel like the advice that I would give is like drop in and like, like feel, feel your intuition, feel everything in you literally telling you you're worth it. Because we don't seem to believe that we're enough. We don't seem to believe that we should invest the money or the time. You can't afford not to. What ends up happening is over time, you neglect it, neglect it, neglect it. And then it's a necessity. You don't want to wait till it becomes a necessity when you could do it out of your free will. Now, yes, fear is present. That's okay, right? The thing about fear is that you just got to tune in. Okay, fear, what are you trying to tell me? What am I actually afraid of? And nine times out of 10 is you're afraid of your own greatness. You're afraid of actually being successful. You're afraid that it might actually work and you'll have to change your life as a result. Because the thing is, you are going to have to be different 
But it's that first step where you prove to yourself that you're courageous and that you believe in yourself. So no one can make that decision for you. But if you need someone to help you through it, ask, ask for help. Somebody around you, even me, if you can find me on a DM, genuinely just ask for support to take that first step. You will never look back. You deserve it. Yeah, so important. I think you really touched on something that I think is an essential self-care tool, which is asking for help. I think a lot of women, I know in the beginning, myself included, asking for help meant that I was weak, that I was an imposter, that I wasn't good enough. I would be judged. But those were labels I was giving myself without giving someone else a chance to actually help me. So I think as I've gone over, you know, gone through my life these last few years and really started leaning into self-care, I recognize it as a strength. Because again, then you're open to receiving a different perspective that might put you on a different path that was better than the one that you actually thought you wanted to be on. So I love that you brought that up. So thank you yeah, for that. Of course. So I, I, yeah, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, no one judges you harder than you judge yourself. I promise you the people who you ask, no one's going to say, no, I don't want to help you because they are you. They, they feel the same fear. They've hesitated before. Just definitely don't be afraid. It really doesn't, it makes you stronger actually to be open to receiving help. Yeah. Thank you so much for that. So I actually do have one last question. I would like to ask you, I was thinking about how could I ask you a little bit more about what you do? Because I I really love that you have this really beautiful, I guess, umbrella of Mm -hmm. services that you offer. So you incorporate the practices like human design and and Reiki into your work Mm -hmm. as a spiritual life coach and mentor. Mm -hmm. But for those who are less familiar, could you maybe explain how human design and Reiki together maybe factor or are they separate concepts into the way that you guide and have that transformational support that you provide your coaching clients? I love that question. Honestly, there's everything that I decided or that I've been drawn to builds on the same thing. Imagine that human design is the foundation of self-awareness. This is who you are, right? Then I literally show you your conscious mind and your unconscious mind, right? So then we go into the gene keys of, okay, at what time in your developmental age, let's say it was between like seven and 14, right? That's when your defenses kick up or between one and seven, when you literally, your ego was born and you absorbed everything as if it was true. And then 14 to 21, when you were testing your beliefs, like all of that is factored into the method of how are we going to heal? Now, coaching can literally be as simple as, hey, I'm hearing limiting beliefs. Let me teach you how to work through them or guiding you to uncover it yourself. Because coaching is more partnership and guiding you than like telling you. Now, we then move into Reiki if necessary. Like if we find that mentally you're not able to move through a block or like you're really resistant, like it's a really heavy trauma that brings up a lot of like scary stuff. There's also energy work where you don't have to necessarily relive it, but you're able to release it. You're able to move through it. So everything that I do kind of builds on the concept of your inner child and like healing. Because sometimes what's blocking us is something that happened when we were like 12. Um, I was telling a story yesterday on a live that I did of when I first moved to the United States and like how terrified I was. And the message I understood at that age is, I'm the oldest, I'm responsible. I have to take care of my sister until my parents meet me over here. Right. And to this day, responsibility brings up this sense of I have to do it all. I have to be in charge. And I just moved through that yesterday. So it's a process of learning and unlearning and looking and removing. And like, it's always going to be like every level demands a new you. 
So you might think you're healed, you might think is there, but just start because something as simple as like a limiting belief could have you making more money. Something as working out the relationship with your partner could make your home life easier, which would put you in a better place, right? Something like talking to your mom and having conversations that you wish you had when you were little that could literally change the tone of your relationship with your own daughters, right? And for me, it's always about the children because I see the mothers now who are making mistakes because they don't know better with the children and creating the same dynamic they grew up with in a different way. So human design for me and everything that I do it's basically just education. Like it doesn't have to be like that. Just like you said, you and your husband are significantly different. It's beautiful to be able to show you and to be able to tell you this is how you're different. This is how that relationship should go because tolerance and understanding will literally change your life. So it all kind of builds, but it's like when people work with me one-on-one or they come into one of my containers, they experience whatever the journey that was designed. So it depends on their needs, how we use or how I use what I have. But girl, everything I've done, it's around healing your inner child and just opening up space so you can shine. I, I love it. I love everything about what you said. I love everything about what you do. Because I think everything that what you do, it just, it's like this beautiful journey that you take your your clients through. And it's, like I said, you have this approach that it's, I'm introducing you to you and helping you as you go through, like you said, coaching really is about that partnership. It's not about us telling someone what to do. We're showing them that they already really have the answers, Mm -hmm. but sometimes they're blocked due to other things that are happening. Mm -hmm. And and as someone who comes from the outside looking in, because we're not in the midst of everything, Mm -hmm. we can see those blocks or maybe those gaps or just some of those things that, you know, otherwise, you know, if it was if they were not in that situation, they would be able to see them for themselves. So I love what you're doing. I'm so happy that you're on today. And it's been a real pleasure speaking with you. Thank you so much for having me. It's been my honor. Thank you. And I will make sure that the show notes provide our listeners with how they can get in touch with you. And definitely, if you are listening and you are looking for someone that can help you with your own human design, or maybe you don't know what human design really can be for you, especially maybe you're not sure you're on a journey and you're not really sure about yourself, about the journey that you're on, and perhaps are curious about how human design could help you to see who you are as a human being, definitely check the show notes and you'll be able to find how you can get in touch with Jordy. She's amazing. And I hope that you all have a beautiful rest of your day. You have an amazing week ahead. Until then, keep dreaming, keep believing, and keep designing your extraordinary life one day at a time. Thank you for joining me on Her Extraordinary Life by Design. I hope you've been inspired and empowered by the incredible stories shared on this show. If you enjoyed this episode and the conversations we've had, I would greatly appreciate if you could take a moment to leave a review. Your feedback and support mean the world to me, and it will help others discover the podcast and join our empowering community. Remember to hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Together, we can continue to learn from these amazing women uncover their extraordinary journeys, and be motivated to create our own lives by design. Thank you again for tuning in. Until next time, stay empowered and keep shaping your extraordinary life one day at a time. Hey guys, it's Miriam Love here. 
and I want to share something very special with you. Check out my new release, All In, the Spanish remixes, out now on Electric House Records. And always remember, be love, share love, all love. Available now wherever you listen to music. Ever thought about starting your own podcast? Do you have a business or a message you want to share with the world? Well, now it's easier than ever with Electricast. Hi, I'm Mark Netter. And I'm Peter Rafelson. We're the founders of Electricast Media. Whether you want to start a new podcast or already have one, join Electricast to grow your audience, monetize your content, and build your community. With our simple sign-up, you get free promotion, world-class analytics, premium ads, and personal support. Go to Electricast.com and join our community today. Electricast. Transform your influence. Electricast.